Hey, this is Omar, and this is, and that's okay. This is a podcast about life, mental health, and taking care of ourselves. To be respectful of our jobs and others, we will avoid saying the name of people we work with and the name of the jobs themselves. We will try to avoid just saying names in general. This is not a podcast where we will diagnose people. It is about our experiences and the connections we've made with people we care about, we know, or love. Focusing on self-care. Enjoy the show. Hello, and we're back with another exciting episode in on and that's okay this episode we're going to be talking about a relationship with ourselves and how we can do maintenance on well-being and or self-care i'm going to have my co-hosts brie and katie jump in and say hi and then we're going to get this ball rolling hey guys hey everybody so this topic was interesting to me because I didn't know like really where to go, even though it's a vitally important topic to talk about when we are discussing a relationship with ourselves and how to take care of our own well-being. And you can go anywhere. I mean, you can go with how do I talk to myself during stressful times? You can do a, a day and um, how you talk to yourself or how do I talk to myself throughout the day? When I wake up, what do I say to myself? In the middle of the day, how am I talking to myself? Right before I go to bed, what am I saying to myself? How am I treating myself? And how do I mix self-care into that? What are you guys' thoughts? I like how you brought up how we talk to ourselves because from personal experience and just working in the field of mental health, I've seen so many people just not have the realization that they can talk back to those thoughts and you can reframe all the negative thoughts as well to better serve you. And so I think that could be interesting way to start of like, how do you kind of talk to yourself and how do you talk back to that negative voice? Yeah, that is like, I, I guess it just occurred to me in the last 10 seconds or so <laughs> that I I have been making a conscious effort lately to compliment myself more often like <laughs> you know like I, like I can be I can have quite a bit of negative self-talk just inherent to past my all my past experiences like just kind of have wired me that way but and and it's not like it's not really kind positive self talk, but I'll be like, "Oh, you brilliant bitch!" Like, you know? <laughs> "Oh, you fucking killed it just now!" Like, you know, like it, almost like easing the negative into positive by <laughs> sticking with harsh language. 
it also seems to be like the language that motivates you though like even just seeing your face and i know our viewers can't necessarily see your face right now but i think that that was awesome just a whole 360 of how you started talking more positively to yourself i want to also bring up in connection to self-care with that what you do say to yourself with um throughout the day does matter how you're going to take care of yourself. If you are more on the side of criticism and really putting yourself down, I think that will play a role in the way you treat yourself and how you handle your things in stressful situations and throughout the day and really being intentional about the treatment of your own well-being. So you, I mean, Bree, that's a, a really good point of like, when you're doing positive self-talk or self-talk, is it in a positive way? Is it in a negative way? Or is it more in a bland, neutral way where you're not really getting the things that, that you need to set yourself up to face the day or face life in general? So, I mean, I think that's a good way of putting it. I think too, I think I've been using that self-talk to help me with emotional regulation. Like when I feel like I'm spiraling a little bit or I don't have a handle on my emotions, I kind of like have been working on like talking through it out loud and talking through like the logical components and, and just kind of like be like, okay, it's probably, you know, I don't always do it out loud. That makes me sound a little bit, um, senile but like <laughs> you know but like just talking myself through situations and just being like okay what's actually going on right now this is the logic behind you know what happened or what i did or you know like and and finding emotional regulation through self-talk as well I just love all this talk. My therapist brain is just popping off because you both have perfectly kind of described like cognitive behavioral therapy or some of the goals of it. And in cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, there's the CBT triangle. And at each point, there is either your thoughts, behaviors, or emotions. And it basically just proves like it's a very cyclical loop of your thoughts impact your emotions, which impact your behavior, which will then in turn all the others. And I love seeing it just kind of like in action, Brie, of you started the positive self-talk and it kind of changed the behavior and choice of how you would emotionally regulate yourself. I also want to, you know, I'm, I know I keep hammering this point of because of that, I'm sure the treatment of yourself went up. And because of that, like you were saying, you became more mindful with our podcast and, you know, talking to our audience. These things like this play a very important role in how you are going to build a, a way of really taking care of your own well-being. And it's going to start with your thoughts or emotions and then lead to your actions and sometimes unconsciously, I think 
we can go on autopilot and just be like, this is just what I do without really thinking through what is it that what I do, is it really effective for me? And so I think we do have to get to a place of what are we saying to ourselves? What are we doing? And even how it impacts our subconscious and presses us into the way we do things in referencing treating our own well-being. So that th I think this is just a fascinating road we're going down right now because it's really making me think about what I do say to myself and how I do respond. And even through different times of the day or different times within my life, where, where were my thoughts and how I did I respond and react and treat myself? I think those moments have like helped me to start improving my relationships with other people too. Because I think the more that I'm able to work through those emotions and think about, you know, my own motivations and intentions and all those things, then it's easier to um, show that same compassion to other people. I know that's like, a, that, I know that's a goal of, you know, just like, how would you talk to your best friend? Like, that's how you need to talk to yourself, right? But I think in that same process that as I'm learning to give myself more grace and, and consideration and compassion that then that is transferring to my relationships as well. So it's kind of working both ways. That grace that you talked about to me is so huge, Brie, because that's something that I really had to work on. And I remember one thing and I can't remember where I read it, but it's a pretty popular normal statement, but if I'm not putting myself first, who else is going to do that? Because every person out here is just in, in their own movie, in their own world, and that's okay. It's how it's supposed to be. But I don't deserve less just because I'm struggling with how I talk to myself or I haven't gotten to the point of giving myself permission to put myself first. I really love that. I really love the fact that you said that, Katie, of putting yourself first or putting myself first is so vitally important to how I'm going to navigate the world around me. Um, and just thinking about how many times in my life personally, I didn't put myself first and I, I lost pieces of myself because of it, because I so many times of doing and putting other things or other people first and my job, my job is set up that way where I have to put other people first. And I know I said this a little bit ago, but like I be, it became a part of me and became a part of my subconscious and put me on autopilot. And also me at some point in my life thinking that's the right thing to do. You just put other people first and you make sure they're okay. And this other part eating at me saying, Hey, what's going on now you can't even, now you're having trouble figuring out what you like and what you don't like and now you're having trouble figuring out what support looks like for you and now you're having trouble figuring out what what actually it feels like to be happy and now you're having trouble thinking about the things that you enjoy and when people ask you about a fun time you're having talking to myself 
me going, it's all right for everything and going, it's cool for everything. So everything becomes bland at that point. And so I, I've, I've had to take some step backs and do some level setting, if you will, and some resetting of, yeah, what is it to have a fun, a real, actually have a good time? What is it to actually know what it feels like to have fun? I'm a reflective person and I like to look back on things after having a good time and just thinking it through and be like, no, I really did enjoy myself. And, you know, connecting that with self-care, those are important. I could probably ramble about this all day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just want to give you guys a chance to talk, but I, this is really a new, unique space that we're in right now. And I think it's going to be a lot of reflective time too. So there may be times when we are just sitting here thinking and really mulling it over. I also think it's such a vulnerable state to sit in. And even just like as a heads up for our listeners, like once you kind of take that step to do mindfulness and look at how you talk to yourself and how you live your life and the relationship with yourself, it could potentially bring up some things and you might find yourself a little bit more easy to snap or be triggered. And that's completely normal because we're unpacking some deep and heavy stuff. Yeah, I feel, I was just thinking about like how much calmer I felt since I like really started working on the emotional regulation and like, um, I don't, it, it, it feels a lot more peaceful. (laughs) And it was like, oh my God, like, like doing the work of, um, God, I don't, I think it was probably last season when we were going through all the different pillars of self-care, like, uh, some of that was really exhausting and really, you know, like some of it got really triggering there for a while. So yeah, you go through it before you get to like a calmer water for sure. I also think we should we should do a, do that again. I really like the five pillars. Also, want to just put out there if you're a listener, if you have suggestions of what you think we should do, if we end up doing that again, I would love to hear some suggestions about things we should try. I think that would be really fun, and so. Yeah, I'm down to try it again. And also, I want to connect with you, Bree. Of there were triggering times for me too, especially when it came to talking about my emotions and being vulnerable and being in that space and trying to share with people. That was hard. And because I took that step, it became better for me. Not necessarily easier, but better for me to be able to share that because I had a chance to take those risks. I guess the question becomes, so where do we go from here? What do you guys think? I feel like it could go so many ways that my brain is like struggling to pick one direction. I think this is really a topic that really bumps you up against that intimacy barrier if you will and i know it's a term from nmt or just a term in general uh, 
but I, I, I think that's what makes this hard. I think that's what makes it interesting and also difficult. The where can you go? I mean, we could talk about our actions right after that and how we work through a day and how we respond. I also just, I know I'll keep going back to this, but like our subconscious mind and the words we do say to ourselves, I think get put in there and that's how we respond. Uh, there's a quote from Bruce Lee that says, you should talk nice to yourself because words are like casting a spell on yourself and that's why they call it spelling. And so like, that's, that's interesting too of like, what are you saying that's casting a spell on you to make you feel or think a different in such way in a lot of different ways. And I might add on to like, what internal voices or thoughts do you repetitively have that aren't your own that may have come from your upbringing or how you were told to be at a different time in your life and are now not serving you in this current moment. Yeah, that drives me nuts. Like the fact that 90, 97% of what we do is subconscious, <laughs> like subconsciously driven, I should say. Like I, <laughs> the, the part of me that really wants to have control of everything really hates that. <laughs> Like, how do you control your subconscious and, like, you don't even know what's doing it or what it's doing? Oh. Is that a way to go? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I mean, it, it, like, opens up the avenue of, like, the hard work that you sometimes have to do to relieve some stuff off your subconscious or why, like, sitting in and processing your emotions can be so beneficial because then it's not continuing to add on to that too. I also think about the constant fights I have in my head <laughs> back and forth and how, like you were saying earlier, Brie, what am I saying to myself? And to connect with you were saying, Katie, what's that counterpoint? I know for me, there's been times when I'd be like, you know, you got that wrong, you messed that up. And then I have to have that other voice in my head that cusses that other voice out of like, shut the F up. What are you talking about? That voice was not strong for me years ago. And I had to strengthen that other voice of like, give yourself grace. You're going to get through this. You're going to be able to do the things you want to do, especially when it came to goals and dreams and my emotions and having those fights and sometimes having those fights can be exhausting. And how do I get it to a place where it is in my subconscious where I can have those fights in that or have one voice say one thing. And then that other voice automatically snaps in and goes, no, we got to do this. It makes me think about my workouts and stuff like that of, man, I don't want to work out right now. And then that other voice coming in. But if you do it, look how better you're going to feel you your goal is to feel stronger and look better and feel better and let's go and get it done and identifying myself as someone who does work out so those i am statements i am a, a person that goes to the gym i am that's what i do and i am someone who takes care of myself that's what i do 
And so how many times a, a day am I saying that to, to, me, to me? I am someone who gives themselves grace. So having that be a part of the chains. I'm also reading a book right now called uh, Atomic Habits. I think is what it's called. And it's a really good book about like how to identify the habits that you have in your life and how to change it. And it really starts with how you identify yourself. So just want to give that book a shout out. It feels like it might be time for Katie's corner. I agree. This has been one of those reflective times. Welcome to Katie's Corner. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite guided imagery tasks, interventions, things I like to do with myself, my clients, and my friends around me. I'd like you to picture you are out in some nature forest setting with some tall grass and one pretty beaten down trail. And any time that you stop and are able to identify that negative thought or thought that's not serving you to be the best version of yourself right now, I'd like you to have it walk on the very beaten down path. And then I'd like you to turn that thought around to a more positive thought or even a positive affirmation and begin to create a new path. And then every time that you find yourself stopping and repeating or arguing with yourself about that situation, I want you to visually see yourself walking down that new path and creating a more beaten down path until eventually that other path, the more negative one is going to be completely overgrown and your brain is going to kind of jump to the conclusion that it needs to go to the more positive, well-beaten path instead. There are things we can do to take care of ourselves. And sometimes it takes time to figure it out. And that's okay. Thank you for listening to our podcast. also want to say thank you to all guests, hosts, and those who help us produce this podcast. I do also want to reach out and say thank you to those who follow us and support us. We couldn't do this without you. Connect with us on Instagram and TikTok. The name is A-N-D-T-H-A-T-S triple O-K, all lowercase. Hope to hear from you soon.